everybody, welcome back to Lifehouse Church Spiritual Warfare Podcast. My name is Ben Hobson and I'm here with David Thomas. How are you all, everyone? How are you all? And I will <laughs> love you for that. We haven't, we haven't done this in a long time and it frankly feels very strange. Yes, yes, we've had a bit of a break. Yeah. Boot camp time. Boot camp. Yeah, well, why don't you just explain to everybody what boot camp was and how that went and what you feel happened at boot camp oh, for the men. Well, let me just put a date on it so people will know if it's far away like we're in we're in june of 2012 at the moment 11 2012 <laughs> i'm thinking of next week. yeah weekend. we're in the future <laughs> uh oh god arrived it was fantastic how just god started to minister to men at that boot camp so we're busy got to get them walk, walk, walking through this next year and applying what we've taught them yeah um and that is from the big five concept living from your heart aspect yep and then hopefully they're going to be learning a little bit about spiritual warfare, about applying the message, so that's going to be good for them in the year ahead. And then next year, come back, do a, revi- a revision, and then next year as well, we've got special ops, which is Advanced taking one. them taking them to that higher level of actually activation and ministry and initiation into yeah. into full, full ministry in the Lord. Yeah, it's yeah. really exciting. And we've just been Dave and I have just been discussing how. Uh, after a boot camp, you know, this, we had 62 guys come in. We haven't really... Excuse me. Oh, that's all right. That's while I'm talking. <laughs> yeah, <fine>. sorry. <laughs> We've had, you know, out of 62 men, I don't think there's been a single one that said they weren't affected and didn't feel the freedom that Christ brings and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And we've been talking about how us as the leaders of that come back into the real world after a boot camp and just... It kind of slammed a bit yeah. spiritual. Well, I've I don't think these last two weeks for me since the boot camp, I don't think I've ever felt as well this just is... hated as by the enemy <laughs> as I have before. Well, if you think about it, if you think about it, sixty-two men. All right. Some of them were father and sons, but effectively, God willing, most of those men will begin to have their own families. And if they begin to apply the principles of biblical discipleship into their lives, that is the if you you are affecting sixty-two families. Yeah. Secondly, and this is a letter I sent out to the men afterwards. I can't remember the scriptures in Deuteronomy around there, about five or seven, where if you if you are really committed and submitted to the Lord and applying His law to your life, is is the principles of discipleship to your life. You actually activate the flow of love to a thousand generations into your legacy, mm-hmm. and this is what's happening. Yeah. All right, so sixty-two men begin to apply discipleship principles, the Word of God, into their lives and begin to live this out. They're affecting and releasing the love of God into their generation for a thousand years. Yeah. Well, you know who will hate you. Yeah. He's going to hate you with a passion. Yeah. Um. So, like what we were discussing, and this has relevance to. What we're going to discuss today, which is the fruit of the spirit as a weapon of war, you will have these peak experiences within your life. And the problem is there are a number of things start to take place. So you'll go to a conference, you'll go to a church, your God will minister to you somehow or other, and that becomes a peak experience. The problem is you have to walk down the peak and go back to reality. So that's going to hit you there. Oh, Monday, I've got to go to work. Oh, happy mm. me. Mm. All right. So that's number one. Number two, what's going to hit you is the... Um, the effect of the enemy counterattack because when the seed is sown into the heart you've got four responses you've got the enemy coming if you don't understand that seed that gets sown into your heart you've got the enemy coming in to steal if there are issues in your heart unresolved issues sin issues in your heart 
rocks you're the, you're going to receive it with joy but it's not going to take root and it's going to dry out yeah and die if you've got other seed from the world horns mm. thistles they will choke out the seed or it's good ground and then you can look forward to a 30 percent 60 percent or 100 percent uh, reaping of what you've sown depending on how much you are working in this in the next year yeah yeah um so yeah this is so 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 you get you get all of this hitting you mm. post boot camp for me like a po- like pre-boot camp is the silly season because all the yeah, enemy tries, tries to prevent you from preparing well and getting to it post boot camp is the fire season because <laughs> i'm running around just putting out all these fires because the lord is drawing people closer to him mm. And this is causing issues in their family, in their marriages, yeah. and all kinds of things. And yeah. it's like, oh, you know. <laughs> but it's a result of God drawing him to the throne, mm. and the things that are not of God being having to get cut away. Yeah. So it's causing it's a shock. It's a shock. Mm. Yeah, it's the shift shock and the advancement. So yeah. I had, the fire season, yeah. post boot camp fire season. That's where <laughs> I'm at now, guys. Putting out forest fires. Um, there was a poet, because there was a poet that I looked up, and I can't remember the exact words he used but it's something along the lines of you can never see a mountain or a peak as clearly as you can than when you're in the bottom of a valley the people on the peak don't know what they're on yeah as much as the people who are down in that valley can see the top of that peak yeah i remember his name but he was he was right on <laughs> all right so what are we doing is this we're not doing an introduction to the fruit of spirit. Do you want to encompass? No, I just, no just, you just want to slam right okay, on into it. Yeah, yeah. Well, the introduction will be about five cent, five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Okay. Uh, one issue, one problem I have here, and 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 it's this: I prepared everything on the fruit of the spirit, but my computer crashed a while back. Yes. And so I've lost the first two fruit. Joy and uh, what's it? Joy and probably should know that. Yeah. <laughs> Paul should know that in Galatians. So the first two are gone. So I'm going to start with peace and then hopefully sometime in the next couple of weeks, um, love, love and joy. Love and joy. Well love done. Joy. Yeah. He didn't look it up, everybody. He remembered <laughs> off the top of his head. Yeah. I'm, I'm, there's a couple of scriptures I want to give to you just to think in terms of um, introduction. What I'd like you to do is to go through and read the book of Galatians. Right, a fantastic, um, fantastic book. A couple of key areas I want you to focus in on, and the first key area would be uh, the first chapter of Galatians. So, what? Let me just get my glasses on here. Yeah, you're right. This Bible writing's getting smaller. Verse six. Paul says, I am astonished that you are so quickly deserting the one who called you by gr- the, the grace of Christ and are turning to a different gospel. So what happened in this church is these guys get smashed by the, the Judaizers coming in and saying, oh, you've got to go back to the law. You've got to go back to the law. Now, what I find astonishing in the church is that Christ actually sets people free. And so often... We, we allow the enemy to steal what he's done. We allow the um, stuff in our hearts not to get dealt with by the Holy Spirit. Mm. Um, we allow things of the world to come in and draw us aside. And, 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 and this is what I want to speak about now with the, with the uh, fruit of peace. The other verse I want you to look at and really meditate on 
is 3.1. You foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you? Yeah. All right? Think about this because this is this is the one of the core areas in which the enemy really wants to smash you. And he tries to bewitch you. He tries to come in and he tries to lead you into wrong paths. And uh, this is one of the things that we've got to be aware of continuously in this battle. Yep. And then obviously is 5-1. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Yeah, that's a fairly huge piece of scripture. Yeah. It's for freedom that Christ has yeah. set us free. It's not so, for law. It's not for... No. We're free. Duty. You, you yeah. are free. You are free of everything. Yeah. Every, you are free of, even of God. Yeah, that's crazy. Okay. Yeah. So, you are free to make your choice. Mm. Now, this is the choice that you make. You are free to be in God. And this, is, this has relevance to the fruit of peace. You are free to be in God and remain in God. Or you are free to leave the presence of God. The choice you make will result in more freedom or more bondage. Mm. The closer you get to the throne of God, the freer you actually become. Yes. And so Paul goes on in this verse of scripture and he talks about the fruit of the flesh and the fruit of the spirit. So most people in the world think, oh, the fruit of the flesh. Now, they don't, they don't interpret it as fruit of the flesh. Yeah. They interpret it as this is what I want to do. Or instinct. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so the, the more they go into that, the more into bondage they, they go into and the more destruction they begin reaping within their lives. But the more you walk in the fruit of the, the spirit, the more you walk in freedom because there's no law. There's no consequence. There's no negative consequence. Yeah. And so this is why uh, in spiritual warfare, the fruit of the spirit is probably as important a subject to study as the weapons yeah because i have seen and you have seen in our in our in our in our in our church a short experience a short short lifespan we've been running what six years now yeah roughly yeah Yeah. um we have seen guys that have used the armor of god but they've not had the backing of the fruit of the spirit in their lives yeah you know that 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 you can call it a number of things but one of the things that you can think of is the the deep character. Yeah. Can we can we just talk about that for a second? Because yep. it was a question I had. Because we're taught Christ looks at the heart. He doesn't, you know, if you committing adultery is not actually going out and seducing a woman. It's looking at her with lust in your heart. It is, and also it is further looking at lust in your heart. Yeah. So he goes further and he looks at the depths of your heart. So to me, I'd always assumed that to develop character was an Edward thing. But what this is saying is the displaying of fruit is like, that seems to me like a, 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 I don't know what the word would be, an outer thing rather than an inward thing. Or it's just a display of inward goodness. Like, do, do you understand the point I'm trying to make? I understand what like, you're saying. question. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't think articulate it, that it, very well. No, 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 no. You did. You did. It's a, it's, it's a good way of, of, of trying, to, trying to assess it. What does this fruit actually look like in, in practice? Yeah. Okay, what does the armor look like in practice? Right? Now, what is inside the armor? What is inside the armor? Yeah, what is inside the armor? Body. All right, so what is the body? The character. Yeah, right. You. So, 
what is in your heart you need to start looking at is it the flesh what is coming out mm. how many christians have you seen with armor on that use the flesh a few how many of you see, you know do you, do you understand what i'm saying here? yeah yeah and so when i talk about peace i'm talking about the state in which you have to operate in mm. because what i'm promoting here is is a a, a a continual state of alertness be alert always so we're at we're at war 24 7. yep but how do we maintain that level of intensity 24 7 without burning out mm. So we need to start developing certain character traits, certain habit traits yeah. in the armor. One of them is peace. So we're going to talk about love. We're going to talk about joy. I'll, I'll, I'll write up those because I've lost <laughs> all of them. But for example, love. Just just off, off the top well, of my head, love. Yeah. You know, what? when we go out to, to, to Isaiah 61, go into the thing and, and try and win someone to salvation, and they hurt us. Yes. And we get battered a little bit and come back and we we, we take in a bit of hurt, rejection, etc. What makes us go out again? Yeah. Love. That's actually almost the point I'm trying to, like, if it's inward, right, sometimes I don't feel like wanting to love a person. Sometimes I don't want to feel like, uh, like displaying fruits of the Spirit. Like, I doesn't feel inward. Can, are you still able to act? Do you know how often I feel like that? <laughs> <laughs> but we're still uh, able to press into it without like... Why? Being why? a fake why? or something like that. Why is that? I don't how know. Do oh, that's not a question. Well, that's the development of fruit. So so where's the primary source of that fruit growing? This is Alami. This is me. Okay. All right? Because, I mean, I've got, I've got you young guys around me. Mm-hmm. Okay. I want to tell you straight, one of my biggest frustrations with you and all the guys around me is I know your potential, okay? And I just get so impatient with you because every now and then I see you guys messing around down there and you should be up here. You, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. It freaks me out. So what keeps me going backwards to go back there and pick you up and bring you back here? What, what makes me do that over and over and over again? I'm jumping up and down. I'm going crazy. I'm not the most patient person in the world. And all of this kind of stuff is going down. I'm, you know, I go to the Lord and I start whinging about you. Me specifically? I'm just just using you as a... Everybody else except me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 Awesome. Great. That's awesome. So, and I start whinging about you metaphorically. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) And uh, the Lord says to me, and I've, 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 I've stopped asking him this now because I just, I use that as my default now. He says, David, do you love me? Yes, Lord. Are you sure you love me? Yes, Lord. You really sure you love me? Yes, Lord. Go, go, go back and fetch him now. Do that for me, please. That's love. Mm. I go back into the storm. I mm. go back into the conflict. I keep going back. No matter how many times I get smashed yeah. because I go back to the Lord Lord, you love me. Joy. Mm. What? So, so love makes me go back. Joy is my strength. So I don't measure that encounter with emotional feelings of happiness. Yeah. But the deep joy 
yeah of the lord which is my strength i guess that's that's a good thing like we've been talking about it for a long time the the concept of emotions versus truth because our emotions can be a display of what's true but they can also cloud it they can also go the opposite way to what's actually true in the eyes of the lord and so that's i don't know that's a big point i think that's been apparent through day dot of spiritual warfare that don't be led by what your emotions say be led by what god says well you'll hear me say this virtually at every piece of fruit that we discuss yeah yeah right on all right let's go all right what are we doing peace peace fruit of peace i was actually wanting to because i have a sermon coming up in a month I'm going to Europe for a month, but then we've got this coming up. I was yeah. actually thinking of doing this one. So I'm interested to hear what you have to say. I'll give you the notes. Yeah, I just won't upload this podcast. <laughs> so no one else can see. I've got crib notes. All right. Pieces, in, pieces is pretty good. Um, what I want you to understand is that the different aspects of the fruit would basically apply to different, different aspects in terms of... Um, <laughs> uh, oh, Benjamin! There was just a wayward hair on David's nose, and, and I'm I've kind just... of get it off my face for about half an hour, and I've been pulled it off. Thank I've you, just ben. been sneaky and pull it off, and I couldn't stop <laughs> laughing. Sorry, guys, a wreck of the flow. Sorry, David. All right, let's get back into the go. Bible now. Let's go. Oh, get all holy yep. now. All right. Two Thessalonians three sixteen. Now may the Lord of Peace Himself give you peace at all times and in every way. So we're in the middle of a battle, right? How do we apply peace at all times in every way? All right? Now, that seems that that concept seems really hard to grasp when yes. you've been through, you know, I haven't been through any big trauma, but imagine, you know, losing a child or just, something like that. Just remember, we've just spoken about it. Yeah, Emotions, yeah. thoughts, you don't measure your peace on emotions. Yeah, and right. But you're going to apply it. But you apply the peace. You walk in the peace. Yeah, so, right. All right. Now, okay. just as an introduction to this, uh, humanity. I want to. I want to. I want to give you. I want to talk about five different people groups in the world. Okay. All right. First one is humanity. General. You look at the globe. Every person on the earth. Yep. Now the Bible always talks about the state of mankind outside of God as a storm-tossed sea. Yes. Humanity around God's throne is pictured as a crystal glass, smooth and clear. You can see that in Isaiah 57, the wicked are like the tossing sea which cannot rest, whose waves cast up mire and mud. In other words, another translation give you garbage. Garbage. So, you, so if you're in the world, it's unrest, it's disruption everywhere and there's just garbage coming up flowing everywhere you're walking through a sea of garbage you're floating through a sea of garbage but it's not a smooth sea it's it's just and you, you can don't know what you're gonna hit you can see that like yes. even you just everyday life coming from boot camp coming back into the everyday yep you can feel that okay revelation 4 6 says before the throne there was what looked like a sea of glass clear as crystal and that is a picture of humanity around so you've got th- those are the two pictures of humanity yeah that you need to have in your mind, okay? Uh, outside God's presence, turmoil. Um, inside God's presence, peace. Uh, that's, that's one, humanity. Yep. Number two, the nations of the world. Wherever you're listening to this podcast, look at the nation that you're in and, and, and look at it and 
it's in turmoil. There's 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 disruption there. You know, there's just I mean, I, my my birth country, South Africa. I've been out of South Africa since the year two thousand. I'm living in this country, Australia, and it's brilliant to be in Australia. But there is unrest. If I go to South Africa, there is unrest. It's a dangerous country to be in. Mm. Australia is also a dangerous country to be in. Not as dangerous in terms of maybe crime, but in terms of other issues that we would be facing as a nation in Australia now. Yeah, they, yeah. You know, the, the, the nations are, there's like, it's... it's we're at un- we're in an unrestful we're, state. We're never at rest. Yeah. I mean, look at just the latest polls on things like the the government, the Labor government. In you know, yeah. just everyone's unhappy. Yeah. No one's ever fully at yeah. peace. All right, communities. So we go now. Now globe. Yep. Nations. Yep. Now let's look at our local community. Yep. Um, the the latest kind of teachings that are going around, um, I, I can't think of where they, you know, I can't think of the authors at the moment. Uh, I think oh, Cindy Jacobs does it. I know, um, oh, what's his name? I love that guy. Uh, there's one of his books there, if I can Which see one? it. Wagner, Wagner writes about it. Um, a lot of guys write about it, but if you want to have a good community, if you want, <coughs> you, you, you want to have a peaceful community, You've got to affect the seven areas in the community, and you've got to have either Christians or good men looking at the seven areas of community. So look at your look at your community now, and look at religion, which is the church, yep, families, education, government, media, arts and entertainment, and business. And just think about think about that in terms of are those areas at peace? Yeah, you know, are they at peace? They're not. They they they. They're unsettled. There's yep. issues in all those areas. Our yep. communities, our local community, there's fights going on. Definitely. You know, right now there's a there's an issue in our local community about the sex shop that's just opened yeah. down. There's traffic circle there. Yeah. It's like, oh my goodness, here we go. Yeah. You know? Well, that's just just a bit of. I, your son actually was reading the local paper and they were saying that she's bypassed the local laws about it being a a family oriented community. Because she hasn't got certain things within the adult store, so mm. she's bypassed it. And yeah, it is a big, yeah, right, big public <laughs> outcry. Look at families. So we got we we're making that small enough families the foundation of society. Uh, unrest, breaking up. You can see it. You can just. I mean, I mean, I don't think there will be a single person listening to this podcast who would think otherwise. That yeah. the family unit, the family. The mother and father with children, that has been just systematically attacked for the last 200 years. Yeah. Do, you, do you notice yep. that? It's just it's becoming less and less positive mm. to do that. And then, and then we go down to individuals. Yep. Now, I mean, you look at our boot camps. How are we going in there and teaching men to become whole again? Or, or, or stepping towards Christ to become more and more whole as they, as they work out their salvation in fear and trembling? And it's just... The Bible says the wicked are like the tossing sea which cannot rest. Mm. And so um, it just it just never ends. There's, there's, outside of God, there is unrest. There is no peace. Yep. Uh, Ecclesiastes talks about those people. Even at night, his mind does not rest. Ecclesiastes 2.23. All his days, his work is pain and grief. Talking about man. 
Uh, Isaiah 48, 22. There is no peace, says the Lord, for the wicked. Ezekiel 7, 25. Distress, panic, destruction shall come, and they of Judah shall seek peace, and there shall be none. Zechariah 8, 10. Before that time, there were, were no wages for man or beast. No one could go about his business safely because of his enemy. For I have turned every man against his neighbor. And then finally in Romans... The way of peace they do not know, Romans 3.17. Yeah, right. You know? Now, I grew up in the church. I'm a church baby. I grew up under a church pew. And I've never had... Uh, I, I don't know what it is like to be living in a home that has not had God yeah. sort of at the center. Yeah. You know? And um, even there, I've had conflict. Yeah. You know, I've, you yeah, know, I've got personal, family, church, community, yeah. national. I mean, you know, even there, as a Christian, I've been in conflict. Yeah. And I've had to begin to learn how to develop this fruit of peace so that I can not be in this constant state of turmoil because the world I live in is a, in a world of turmoil. I think even people like monks would be in conflict. I mean, even that, removed from society, removed from a lot of <laughs> interpersonal relationships, they would still have conflicts between yeah, things and yeah, themselves. Yeah. That guy didn't bottle the wine correctly, that sort of thing. <laughs> um, so how do we do this? Right. I want to learn about peace. Okay, because first of all, application. We, need, we need to understand exactly what peace is so we can understand what peace looks like. Yeah. Now, the definition in the... In the Greek, if you go and get the Greek Vines Dictionary or any Greek English Dictionary, it's Irene. <laughs> Sounds right. like a name. Uh, the, Irene. Yeah. So you get the name Irene, it's the peace of God. or uh, you know, yes. It's a Greek word. Now, there's a couple of meanings that, that, that you can go through where it means this. I'm going to try and go through them pretty quickly. Uh, peace is a, it depicts a harmonious relationship between men. So, you and I, as brothers in Christ, need to maintain this peace between us. So, it's, we need to maintain and work on a harmonious relationship yep. to keep that relationship and that fellowship active. Romans 14, 19, let us therefore make every effort to do what leads to peace and to mutual edification. And I think that would also mean that a lot of the time, if there were to be a conflict between two brothers in a church setting that both of them might just have to lay down why the conflict has arisen in order for there to be peace. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like not coming to a brother and saying, look, I don't think the air conditioning unit is you know, <laughs> on the right setting in church and my wife's really starting to complain. You know, that sort of thing? Just letting yeah. the small things slide a bit? Well, the, yeah, the to maintain is, the harmony? To, to maintain a harmony, first of all, you need to, you, each, each one of you need to be conscious that there will be conflict, there will be little stones in the shoe of the relationship There's always yeah but you personally need to make sure that you do your best to maintain that harmonious relationship and keep the peace between the two of you yes and 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 how you do that is you establish an absolute between you the absolute you establish between you is the operation and the manifestation and the the working out of the word of god so <clears throat> If something happens between us that, and I get upset with you, I need to affect Matthew 18. I need to come to you and say, hey, Ben, you said this. It's upset me because this is what I understood about what you said. 
Can you tell me? Yep. I like to make a law in our church by saying, do not SMS it, do not phone it in, and do not email it in. Yeah. Because you can't see the guy's eyes. You can't see his heart. Yeah. And the Bible doesn't say, write him a letter. <laughs> it says, go to the brother. Yeah. And settle the issue. Oh, man. And just, yeah, that's... <laughs> I have my whole life, I'm so thankful that I've developed a very short... What do you call it? A short... Keep a short account. account. Yeah. Just straight up, okay, there's a problem. I'm going to go chat with this person. Uh, also, this out of the dictionary, it means peace between uh, nations. So that same harmonious between nations. Between nations. Uh, it talks about friendliness. Okay, so... Uh, Acts 15.33, you can read it there. 1 Corinthians 16.11, you can go and read it there. Um, not only will you later find out that this is a promise of promise of God, peace is a promise of God to you, uh, you'll also find out that peace is a gift to you. But one thing you've got to remember about fruit, same as armor, you've got to get to know how to use it. You've got to use it. Yeah. If you don't use it, it's going to go rotten. You've got to use it all the time. Yeah. It's the practice of it that will develop it even more. Yeah. Uh, another one is freedom from molestation. This is an incredible one. I, 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 well, knowing, knowing me as I do, you'll, you'll, you'll like this one. It's freedom from molestation. Now, this will fly in the face of the PC people, politically correct people or the religiously correct people. Uh, Luke eleven twenty one. I want to read it to you. When a strong man fully armed guards his own house, his possessions are safe. Okay. That scripture in context, in context, the religious leaders are accusing Jesus of being demon possessed because he's because he's healed someone. And so, so he comes out with that uh, in verse 21. In verse 22, it says, But when someone stronger attacks and overpowers him, he takes away the armor in which the man trusted and divides up the spoils. Incredible. Now listen to the that verse in the Amplified. When one stronger than he attacks him and conquers him, he robs him of his whole armor on which he had relied and divides up and distributes all his goods as plunder. Mm. Now, with regards to you yourself, with regard now, now remember the, the, the definitions I've gone through in the beginning in terms of the turmoil in the earth. So now I, I started with the globe and I went down. Now let, let me start with the individual and work my way up. You you and your family, you and your community, you and your nation, you and the globe. Yep. Okay. Um, what, with regards to all of that, what is your attitude with regards to yourself um, and your position? Do you understand what I'm trying to say here? Because most Christians, most Christians... They, 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 they seem, for me, they seem to go through life and allow themselves just to, well, not go through life, but just to float on the currents of life, mm. unaware mm. of guarding your house yeah. and watching for someone stronger who will come and disrobe you yep. and take from you. Yep. Do you understand where I'm going with that? I think so, yeah. Okay. Now, we've got a lot of people around us that are peace stealers. Yes. People, systems, and the enemy. 
we are on the raging tumultuous sea yep okay so as a man or if you a woman listening to this as a woman what is your position with regards to using this gift this fruit this promise of god within your life what is my position yeah what is your position with regards to it you know how many times have you allowed someone something some situation some system to steal my enemies to come and steal your peace many times many times yeah and how how often how often do we allow our peace to get stolen because of temptation mm-hmm. um, from the flesh from ourselves we, yep. we you know self-deception how many yep. times have I told you self-deception is one of the worst areas to deal with when you're going into an Isaiah 61 situation with someone yep um, temptation from the world system where they're trying to compromise you go back to the fruit the the, the parable of the, the sower and the seeds that I told you about the seeds getting sown yeah ignorance stuff inside of you your own flesh false seed inside of you with the system of the world out and out attack of demonic oppression upon you yeah because of any one of those things and Just so distraction as well yeah, like busyness yeah, everything, everything everything gets thrown so, out, yeah. so when a strong man comes to to steal that mm. what will he find now this is going to go against the pc and religious idea of being a man of peace because the interpretation of being a man of peace and having the fruit of peace is being passive yes it is lie down lie down be the doormat yeah and allow these people to come and steal what god has given to you individually family community peace steal your peace peace yeah so so use the weapons of your warfare don't let them get pinched. Yep. How many times have you found in your Christian life that Christians are actually getting their um, weapons stolen from them? Yeah. Uh, for 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 just completely misunderstanding what peace is. You know, because I want the fruit of peace, I therefore have to be passive and allow people to come in and just rob me of it rob me of all the stuff in, in yeah. that God has given me no yeah. ways so you got to re you got to readjust your thinking with yeah. regards to peace i think that would be a very interesting yardstick to use as in regard to being aware of the the spiritual atmosphere of your heart and your flesh mm-hmm. and what you're operating out of because if you feel anything if you're not at peace then obviously something has happened that's taken it from you. Yeah. You have to go and find that out and do warfare Absolutely. with it or just get rid of the circumstance or repent of your flesh being, you know, it's you've got to be guarding it all you, the time. You, you're 24-7 at war. You're on the tumultuous sea. You need to find rest. You need to be at rest. You need to operate from rest. And so you need to be at peace. So what is one of the, one of the things the enemy is going to try and come and kill? He's going to try and come in and hammer you in on you and, and, and let you have misunderstandings with regards to peace. A couple more ideas of peace here is it stands for order in systems. So a state, a nation, a community, a church. Yep. Uh, it stands for a harmonious relationship between you and God accomplished through the gospel. 
and also it means rest and contentment yeah okay so those that if you go and get a definition of peace out of the greek words of peace those are all the things that you're going to find yeah now another interesting thing that you need to do and i'm going to go through this quickly is that god is the god of peace okay mm -hmm. so god is the god of peace now Read Romans fifteen thirty three, Philippians four nine, one Thessalonians five twenty three, and Hebrews thirteen twenty, and you can read about all of this. But now this is the concept about this that I want you to take home with you. Um, I want you to being a man and woman of peace does not mean passivity. Yeah. I really need to burn this into your thinking. Yeah, we live in a world that is at war. We live in a world of turmoil. So just think of it as a hurricane. You're in the you're in a hurricane. And you live in it. You live in it. Yep. So where are you going to live? You're going to live in the eye or you're going to live in the hurricane wind? The eye is God. Who has bewitched you? Who has led you back into the storm? Mm. Until Jesus comes and establishes the millennium reign, where there's going to be peace for a thousand years, we're in the hurricane storm right now, the storm tossed sea right now. So you're either in the eye, and the eye is where God is. Mm. The further away from God... The more you lose freedom, the more you walk into bondage. The closer you get to God, the more peace you will find, the more rest you will find. Yeah. Um, now listen to this. This is this is interesting because this flies in the face of PC. You love uh, this stuff, don't you? Yeah, it really does because it totally turns upside down what these people are trying to teach us with regards to peace. Romans sixteen twenty, the God of peace. Sounds beautiful, doesn't it? I know. The God of peace. Will soon crush oh. Satan under your feet. <laughs> right? Then it goes, the grace of the Lord Jesus be with you. Such beautiful, two beautiful words. And then it's like crushing. Yeah, I love that word. What, what? Strong man in the house. Okay. The world system is at turmoil. You are at war. That system and the enemy is trying to steal from you. And God has placed them under your feet. And yet through temptation, through all kinds of things, it is trying to lead you away from the gift of God, from the, the fruit of the Spirit, and so that you will be at turmoil. How many Christians do you find are at turmoil while they're going into war? And you've got to continually go back into them and teach them, no, you've got to be at peace yeah, with yeah, all of this. Yeah. Uh, I need to live peace active, not peace passive. Peace passive is going to destroy you. Peace passive is going to lead you straight into the storm, the, yeah. eye, the, 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 the wind storm. You'll get dragged out. Yeah. yeah. Peace active means you stand in Christ in the throne room and you will operate in peace all the time. You could sort of put that as in like you're strapping yourself to a chair that's been bolted to the floor in the house. You're not just going to mm. lie there and let it drag you out. You're standing in it. Yep. Okay. Um... Let me let me start wrapping this up. You got a lot of scripture there, don't you? Lot, yeah, I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give. I'm just gonna read the scriptures out. So you guys are gonna have to write out a lot of scripture here. Can I say one thing about peace that I found? Yep. I've I've been going on my own journey of um, to get letting God strip all the anxiousness out of me because that's sort of my modus operandi. Um, but there's one scripture and I can't remember where it is. It's in Philippians, I think, where he actually says, "Cast all your anxiety, all your worry, onto Him." And instead accept the peace that transcends all understanding. And I really love the phrase, the peace that transcends all understanding, as in we don't have to understand it. So often, if I'm feeling anxiousness or I feel my peace is being stripped, I 
cast, I just say, God, I place in your hands all my anxieties about this, this, and this, and this, and I accept your peace that transcends understanding. The problem with that scripture and, and the application of that scripture in people's lives is this. People, while, while their emotions are in turmoil, yep. while their thought patterns are in turmoil, don't realize that they have to operate in peace. Hmm. You gotta fight for it. Yeah, okay, yeah. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta say, okay, my emotions are going crazy right now. I'm on this roller coaster up and down, and my thought patterns are just condemnation and this, that, the other, which is the enemy throwing at me. But I will stand in peace. You gotta operate out of peace. I will not let this affect me. And and you can, I mean, most people will be able to relate to the way that your thoughts, you'll think one thing and then you'll assume something else, and then mm. oh, I better message them and apologize. I mean, just that's acting out of peace. You need to be. You need to stand in peace and just maintain that irrespective of what you are thinking mm. or what you are feeling yeah. in the battle mm. and that is the peace that trans- transcends understanding that's not like transcends understanding because to me being part of the world I always tried to figure things out I always tried to like sort it out in my head and that led to more anxiety more worry whereas if I'm like no you know what I cast it on give it to God let me just give a definite clarification. When you were of the world. Yes. Now you're not of the world anymore. Therefore, this needs to be what you need to be growing in you. Yes. And so oftentimes the Lord will put you in a training desert to train you these things. Yes, I've noticed Fruit, fruit, <laughs> fruit sometimes is actually harder. Character and fruit are the hardest things to develop. Yeah. It's easy to put on righteousness because it's not yours. It's Jesus. <laughs> God's armor. We don't need swing to... A, swing yeah. a word. Just memorize a few scriptures. It's easy. Yeah. But to be able to use it in the battle, in the war, when, when you have to go back out to that battle, uh, back out to that prison door where you're going to get abused and verbally abused and all that kind of abuse, that takes character. Yeah. You know? um, what does peace look like? I'm going to just give you a whole lot of scriptures you write them down and think about it I'm going to talk about one okay so, Psalm 29 11 Psalm 119 100, verse 165 uh, Isaiah 26 3 Isaiah 48 18 Isaiah 54 13 um, I'm just writing these down and you can read them that's really powerful stuff uh, Ezekiel 34 25 John 14 27 John 16 33 uh, Philippians 4 7 this is a brilliant one Peace is actually a God. Oh, look, that's the thing that I was quoting. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Jesus Christ. What what were we talking about? What is it guarding? It is guarding your heart, emotional turmoil. It's guarding your mind, thoughts flying all over the place. Okay? That's pretty awesome. That's awesome scripture. It guards you. It's, It's a God. Yeah. You know? What's in the heart? Emotions. What's in the? What else is in the heart? Your mind. So, what makes us crazy in a battle? Feelings and thoughts. Mm-hmm. So, when we're in this midst of it, oh, this wave's too big. Peace. Which transcends all understanding. Will guard our hearts yeah. and our minds. That's awesome. Yeah, really good. Read that in the amplified version. It's really, it's it's exceptional. Okay, let me let me start wrapping this up. Um, God is the God of peace, and you will not find this level of peace whatsoever in the world system. Peace 
comes only through sacrifice number two. That's the second thing. It's your responsibility to go after it. And it's your responsibility to keep it and to guard it. Psalm 34, 14, turn from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. Isaiah 27, 5, or else let them come to me for refuge. Let them make peace with me. Yes, let them make peace with me. In Colossians 3, 15, let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. Since as members of one body, you were called to peace and be thankful. So it's a sacrifice. Developing fruit is going to cost you. But in the long run, you're going to remain free. Mm. Okay? Um, my third point in summarizing is you, you, you've got to go to war to keep the peace. Doesn't it? Doesn't that just... It's a very hard concept to get a grip of, I think. And I think people listening will have to think about this for a while because peace is harder to have, harder to obtain than turmoil. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but go, go back to the... Yeah, <laughs> it's easier yeah. to just be in turmoil, but it's harder to get peace. So you have to fight for it. Yeah. It's very... But there's a false peace too, which is passivity. Yeah. yeah. So, so you've got to remember, the strong man, someone is... There's a peace stealer coming to steal your peace. So you've got to fight, go to war to keep it. Yep. You've got to war to keep the peace in your family. Yep. Um, and so, yeah, that's my third point. My fourth point is distraction, which you mentioned earlier on. Watch out for distraction. Go and read Luke ten forty about Martha. Watch out for all the things that will that are there to distract you. So, finally, here's your challenge. Here's your homework. Besides reading all those scriptures and really meditating on them, thinking them through, here's your homework. I want you to answer this question for yourself. What type of fruit tree are you? Jude one. 12 to 13, are you that kind of a fruit tree? Or are you a Psalm 1, 3 fruit tree? Yep. 3 to 5, what kind of fruit tree are you? And then once you've meditated, meditated on this, begin to apply the Big Five to your life, the discipleship program, getting in and becoming the best tree in those two scriptures. Yeah. So that is the fruit of peace. Awesome. Awesome. Go, to war, go to war to get your peace. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. Fight to keep your peace. Absolutely. I love how the Bible has all those, and you know, the message of Christ has all those things where it's like, give up your riches to be rich. Give up your life to receive it. Give up your freedom. Oh, not really. Yeah. Give up your freedom to receive freedom. There's just all these almost worldly contradictions. Yeah. Yeah. That are so beautiful. Like, uh, uh, yeah, I love that aspect of it. All right, guys, thanks very much for listening to us. Uh, and I guess we'll see you next week. But other than that, actually, first of all, I want to mention again our website, www.life-house.net. And you can, the camps that we mentioned earlier, you can start, I think we're going to start getting them up soon about registering for next year, the camps which are in Brisbane, Queensland. So yeah. any men across Australia, any men across the, the world who want to come and attend our, one of our Fight Club boot camps, uh, just keep checking on that website. So, yeah, thanks, thanks, guys. We'll see you next week. See you, guys.